Welcome to Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of April 8th, 2019, and runs for approximately 15 minutes. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. Hello, everyone. We're coming to you from our home base here in the great city of Baltimore, Maryland, and we're excited to bring you another episode of our weekly podcast series called Seat Yourself. Seat Yourself is our 15 to 20 minute take on what's happening in the world of hospitality tabletop, along with showcasing great products from our category and plus just a little commentary thrown in as well. And of course, we have the rock star category manager, Shannon Talon from Edward Don and Company to answer the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about the many benefits of their twice-yearly tabletop advisor. Shannon, as always, gives it to us straightforward and unvarnished, and you'll definitely want to hear what Shannon has to say. It's been a busy week, so let's get right to it. We always start off with our stat of the week. It's how we begin every episode of Seat Yourself. And our stat of the week this week is $30 million. That's the number of passengers projected to take a cruise in 2019, according to the Cruise Lines International Association. And that number is 30% higher than just five years ago. And why is that? What are some of the reasons behind that? Well, first of all, there are more ships to cruise on. Passengers can now select from over 272, with an additional 18 coming into service in 2019. So by the year end, there'll be 300 cruise ships sailing around the various seas, all over the globe. Lots to choose from if you're thinking about taking a cruise. Secondly, the types of cruises available to choose has multiplied to the point where there's virtually something for everyone, from short-haul cruises to, uh, that are almost overnighters for beginning cruisers to the long, practically live-aboard type cruises. And we've mentioned before that a number of cruise lines are offering food and beverage and culinary-specific cruises. So the number of theme-specific cruises continues to grow in leaps and bounds as well. And finally, with things that have improved like Wi-Fi on board to help passengers capture and share their memories with others, upgrades in technologies of all types have been improving in the cruise industry to help to attract a more experience-seeking Generation Z population. So there's lots going on, and it's little wonder that the cruise industry has grown 30% in the past five years. And that's our stat of the week, 30 million. That's the number of passengers that will cruise this year and enjoy their time on the water. So my question is, tabletop suppliers, have you got your cruise segment focus on yet? Our lead news story this week, no surprise, is the closing of Dudson, China. For nearly 220 years, the name Dudson has been synonymous with great quality dinnerware for the hospitality sector. Then last week, the shocking news that the company had gone into administration, the British equivalency of bankruptcy. The news was stunning. According to administrators PricewaterhouseCoopers, the company has experienced significant cash flow pressures as a result of a deterioration in sales and increasing cost. And while the company tried to find a sale or some other solution to keep the company going, nothing in the end was able to be worked out. So last Thursday, as employees showed up for their work shift, they were instead told the company was closing, putting nearly 320 of them out of work immediately with another 72 kept on hand to wind the company down. The company had recently sold its Furlong Mills clay-making business to Port Marion and to Churchill, China, so the closure, 
or some other sort of resolution have been speculated about in recent weeks. And then shortly after the announcement of Dudson's closing was made, Churchill China announced it had purchased certain intellectual property in several key product collections, specifically Harvest and Evo, along with the Dudson name and certain plant equipment. We've recently reported on Churchill and their continued success, producing steady positive results quarter after quarter. So let's hope that the transfer of product ranges and equipment means that some of those employees affected can move to Churchill, which is located in close proximity to the Dudson facility in Stoke-on-Trent. Certainly a tough week for everyone at Dudson and a tough one for our category. Our thoughts have been with the team at Dudson since we learned of this company's closing this past Thursday. I'll have more on this in our commentary coming up later. Next up, in a recent article in Hotel News Now discussing the changing role of food and beverage in the hotel sector, there was an interesting point made by writer Danielle Hess. And that is that more and more frequently, hotels are enlisting the services of outside delivery companies such as Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash to expand their F&B options they give to their guests. Now, room services always seem to be problematic for a large segment of the hotel industry, and this might certainly help solve some of those issues. But the question for hotels is, as the outside delivery option becomes more and more accepted from the guest perspective, how does that help the profitability of the individual hotel? There can be little question that the guests are finding these types of restaurant delivery options far more attractive these days. But how the hotels deal with partnering, the logistics of ordering, and so on will absolutely have to be worked out. But no question it simplifies the food and beverage option for some hotels and offers the guests way more variety. Hospitality expert Aaron Allen commented, Anytime there's a disruptive technology, a certain segment of the industry will try to cling to the way it was before. But you can't stop change. There's a way of embracing it. Well, as hotels and their guests find their way to this type of F&B service, permanent tabletop product purveyors will have to adapt. It's just one more battlefront in the shifting landscape for tabletop within the hospitality sector. You can read more on the article by going to hotelnews.com. A company that has been bringing some pretty incredible glassware products to the hospitality trade here is the company Hospitality Brands. Representing the world's largest glassware manufacturer, Pasabachi, to the American hospitality sector, Hospitality Brands is a cocktail glass collection called Timeless that, well, you just got to fall in love with it. This collection includes all the key items you need to keep up with today's cocktail revolution. And what really is great about the Timeless series is that its design is, well, timeless. Timeless was designed by Danish glassware expert Jesper Effenbach, and with a classic cut crystal etching, it evokes an earlier era where cocktails were, once again, a simple pleasure to be enjoyed. But in designer Efferbach's version of this classic look, the timeless design has been freshened up with just a slightly modern interpretation of barware that was used in the 40s. And along with such a classic look, timeless has also been designed to be durable as well, making it perfect for today's hospitality needs. So bartenders and operators, if you have a classic or maybe even a contemporary cocktail menu, you need to consider Timeless, the barware collection from hospitality brands to serve your guests. The Timeless cut crystal look design is done on a standard soda lime glass, providing both beauty and value. You can find out more about Timeless by going to hospitalitybrandusa.com. And in people news this past week, Magogo Buffet Solutions is pleased to announce that Mike Hewitt has been hired as Vice President of Sales for the Americas. 
Mike has over 30 years of hospitality furniture sales experience, making him well-positioned to usher in the continued success for the Magogo brand. Mike will work closely with Bauscher Hep, Magogo's distributor in North America, to continue exposing the market to Magogo products. Mike will also handle lots of different aspects of the Magogo brand here in the U.S. as he acts as a liaison between Magogo and Bauscher Hep, all with the idea of gaining a deeper level of engagement for the Magogo brand with both reps and customers. We wish Mike Hewitt all the best as he begins his position with Magogo and is still a relatively new but very exciting brand. Now 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave asks Shannon Talon of Edward Don and Company the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about the benefits of being in the Edward Don Advisor. Hey everybody, I'm back here now today with uh, with Shannon Talon from Edward Don and Company. And Shannon, uh, this is a question that comes up from time to time to me, and I'm going to put it to you so you can uh, explain the the real importance and the benefits to tabletop vendors to be making sure they're included in the Edward Don Tabletop Advisors. Why is it so important and what are the major benefits to tabletop people? Sure, so for anybody who isn't aware, our advisors are our catalogs. We've always called them um, advisors because that is what we do. We advise and we consult for our customers. The benefit to being in not any one of our many advisors but our tabletop advisors is very simple. The exposure is tremendous. It is a best-in-class industry publication that rivals manufacturer's catalogs to some degree. And manufacturer's catalogs can be overwhelming. The tabletop advisors help end users focus on uh, and, and see what is new to the industry while also seeing some tried and true product as well. Um, but we try to highlight some of, the, some of the best of the best in terms of new products. Our distribution of those catalogs is is wide and deep. We we distribute tens of thousands of them, and so the exposure and the amount of end users that uh, see product in an advisor is tremendous. And so it really just comes down to you know it's it there's information overload today in every aspect of our lives. So and there's and there's a lot of manufacturers and a lot of categories in our industry. And if you want to figure out how to make it focused and how to make your product stand out. Distributor catalogs are a way to do that, and the advisor is the best way to do it. Yeah, and I was just thinking, too, um, there are two advisors, tabletop advisors a Correct. year. And so there's a, at least a minimum of a six-month shelf life of it, and there's probably some pass-along that goes on with that, too. So in addition to, let's just say you, you said that there are tens of thousands uh, that are distributed, then they get passed on. So there's a lot more impressions created. It's a cumulative just, effect. Just simply, I mean, even if you look at it as pure advertising, which it's more, a lot more than that, it sounds like, but even from that standpoint, it's very beneficial to manufacturers. Absolutely, because it's not just about the product we infuse trend education in it as well uh, and you're absolutely right people hang on to their advisors for years so just because we launched an advisor in spring of 2019 I'm gonna guarantee that that advisor is still hanging out on the desk of operators into 2020 and beyond now here's Dave with this week's commentary this week Dave talks about the demise of Dudson China and how to process the uniqueness in the closure of a 200 year old company Thanks for checking out our latest Seat Yourself podcast. The reaction to our weekly podcast has been terrific and certainly are grateful for your support as always. It's hard to believe we've done nearly 20 episodes already. They've really flown by. Now for this week's commentary. For anyone who knows me, you'll know that I firmly believe 
that our industry, the hospitality industry, is the greatest industry I could ever imagine. I say it all the time. But since the news last week of the demise of 200-plus-year-old Dudson China, it's felt more like we've lost a family member. And I know I'm not alone in these thoughts. Given the comments that I've seen posted online and that I've received in many calls, texts, and emails, I know that many of you, many of you throughout our industry feel exactly the same way. And while we all realize this is a competitive business where everything must be earned indeed, there's still something unique and different about the closure of a 200-year-old company. You cannot but help feel compassion for the employees and management, yes, the management of Dudson. And yes, I know that it's sometimes it's all too easy to criticize the management of a company that goes under. But having had a few near-death experiences of my own in my background, I can assure you that the management team at Dudson was doing everything they thought was in the best interest of the company to not only keep it alive, but to make it thrive as well. Were mistakes and bad decisions made? Certainly. But even in companies we might consider hugely successful, there are mistakes and bad decisions made there as well. What the collapse of this global brand shows also is that it takes a lot more than a great quality product to be successful. Even with a respected image and good design and sales distribution, things can still go wrong. Assigning blame for the demise of this iconic brand now seems pointless to me. After all, 200 plus years is a heck of a run. But I can completely understand the frustration of those who express themselves angrily. To me, the Dudson brand will be remembered as a top quality product produced by top quality people. From top to bottom, everyone that I've ever met from Dudson was gracious, passionate about our industry, and about the Dudson brand. But while Dudson made a top quality product, it was not a perfect product nor were the people managing or the staff of the company called Dudson. Neither were they perfect as well. But life moves on. It has to. Dudson has lots of talented people, and those talents will now be utilized by other companies, other companies that are hopefully within our industry. The hospitality industry, and in particular the tabletop sector in the hospitality industry, still remains an incredible industry, but one that is not always very easy and certainly not as easy as some companies make it seem. As always, tabletop matters. And in times like these, it matters still. Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's edition of Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series. Check us out at SeatYourselfPodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Seat underscore Yourself underscore. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com or email Dave at dt at tabletopjournal.com. And don't forget, please subscribe, rate, and review.